Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 76. My name is Chris Harper. Take Note, the radio program, is heard weekdays on Harvest Family Radio Guam. In it, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. In the podcast version, we bring you a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite programs from the previous week, minus the music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Acts 8, 1 through 8. Stephen has just been stoned for his proclamation of Christ. We find a man named Saul approved of his execution. He's the first martyr of the church, and persecution of Christians in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria would continue. This is where we find ourselves in today's passage of Scripture. It's a passage that may start us thinking about how we would react in such circumstances. Leaders in our church violently attacked, brothers and sisters under threat of prison or worse, any and all believers in Christ targeted by authorities. These are difficult but quite common threats to God's people throughout history. We can learn from their example in the eight verses we'll address today. How exactly did they cope with great persecution? which is our theme of the day from Acts 8, 1 through 8. The final scene in Acts chapter 7 is Stephen stoning. We find one of the men responsible in the first verse of chapter 8. Not long after the birth of Christ's church, his followers are under constant threat. Let's read our entire passage of the day for context, and then we'll take a closer look at each verse. Acts 8, 1 through 8. And Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial, and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house, and hailing men and women committed them to prison. Therefore they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were lame, were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Saul made havoc of the church, but the work of the church continued. Preaching continued. Christ's disciples carried out his will, and cities experienced great joy thanks to the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's take a look at each one of these verses individually. Acts 8, 1. And Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. There's some important context about Saul here, which will help us to have a proper view of him as the book continues. He's neck deep in persecution at Jerusalem, and he'll take this persecution on the road 
in coming days. So the disciples do as we might expect. They scatter, and we assume they scatter out of fear and for safety. At least we assume that at first glance. But we learn a few verses later, they have other motivations too. The story of Stephen carries on in the next verse, Acts 8-2. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. Men who had reverence for God buried Stephen. They mourned greatly. He was one of the church's first deacons, a person of great integrity and full of the Holy Ghost. But he died unjustly, only because he told the truth and he made a stand for Christ. But he angered those who hated Jesus, those who held to tradition above Bible truth, and they killed him. The hatred for Christ and his followers continued, Acts 8.3. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women, committed them to prison. This phrase, he made havoc, means to treat shamefully or with injury, to ravage, devastate, ruin. So he went from house to house, dragging out both men and women and throwing them into prison. Keep in mind, this is not for any criminal activity that they've done, but for what they believed, for the Savior they embraced. And again, we're told they scattered. Acts 8.4, therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. So they didn't just scatter for safety. They didn't keep a low profile and they didn't censor themselves. Rather, they continued their Great Commission ministry, preaching in the name of Jesus, the name that got them in trouble from whence they had fled. This is the life of a true disciple of Christ in times of persecution, escaping threat, not simply to preserve life, but to continue ministry. Philip continued his ministry too. And then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. So he continued preaching Christ despite the threat. And many heard him and saw what God empowered him to do. Acts 8, 6, and 7. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were lame, were healed. So Philip's words were given extra weight because of these miracles. God prepared him to carry out these miracles at this particular time, to reach those God intended for him to reach. Many were delivered from demons, and even more were healed from their diseases and their disabilities. They gave heed to Philip's words. God was blessing his ministry, and the city of Samaria was altered for the better. Acts 8.8 8. And there was great joy in that city. As with any people or with any city that embraces Christ, joy arrives immediately after. He brings great joy. So in this passage, we learn, among other things, that persecution is meant to stop the church, but it often mobilizes the church and her people. 
It moves us to new cities to proclaim his saving power and his great grace. That's certainly what happened in Acts 8, and it made a monumental difference in lives. We don't know what our future holds, but we must commit to ongoing ministry, no matter the obstacles. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. Every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.